3: And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Divemaster. We're in the Florida Keys celebrating 20 years of the Spiegel Grove. It's been an an amazing adventure. We've talked to who's who in the diving industry, especially the folks that have uh, made a name for themselves in in diving in the Florida Keys. Stephen Frank, you heard him. You heard Captain Slate. we got many more to go. We're going to actually take a trip over to the History of Diving Museum here in just a little bit and bring you along for that. But uh, I wanted to uh, start off hour two at the Islander Resort, where we are uh, hanging, and uh, the accommodations are pretty nice. Wouldn't you agree there, CJ? Oh, I love that. I'll never leave. Yes, it's pretty... You know, this was a backdrop for the uh, TV show Bloodline, and, uh, you know, the views uh, are spectacular. The beach here at the Islander Resort, pretty nice. Wouldn't you agree, Jerry? Oh, it's beautiful.
4: Yeah. It's, It's unspoiled nature here. It's just life.
3: It is. It's paradise uh, down here. And I can see why the producers of that Netflix show, Bloodline, picked the Islander as their backdrop for the TV show. Uh, but one of the cool things, you know, not just that, is kind of neat if, you, if you're a TV buff and you like that Bloodline show, but the Islander is a nice facility, not just for accommodations, but they have this museum on site. And we have Bonnie uh, with us right now. Bonnie, what, give your full name.
5: Bonnie Barnes.
3: And you are the executive director, uh, curator, what's the title?
5: I am the executive director of the museum here. Yes, which is called the Florida Keys History and Discovery Center.
3: And it's right here on site at the Islander. If you uh, are staying at the resort, you get like a price admission, I think, but it's like 15 bucks for anybody to want to stop by. And, you know, it's a really cool uh, little place to spend some quality time to learn about the history of the Keys uh, on your surface interval, in between your dives. Unfortunately, we can't stay underwater 24 7, and we have to fill up the time with, you know, uh, enjoying a black and fish sandwich down here in the the Florida Keys, or or if better yet, you could actually expand your knowledge of the Florida Keys, and the, and that's kind of what this facility is all about, right?
5: Yes, it is. We try and cover everything from the Indians clear to present day. It's a great museum, great place to stop in between dives.
3: And you know, of course, you got the history of diving museum, and they focus on what's going on under the water. But here, it's more about the history of the Keys, how it came to be. Like you said, the Indians and how they populated the area first, and then. Uh, you know a bunch of other folks came in moved in and trains and Flagler I mean it's like a sensory overload with all the history you can pick up here but you guys are not only trying to put it out there for the public to learn but also just kind of catalog it all right just kind of get it in a, some kind of organizational type of thing and document all this stuff
5: yes as we're entering our 10th year we have a research library and with that we have a lot of photographs a lot of artifacts that we need to make available to the public that they can look at worldwide through the internet so we're getting ready to start on that this summer
3: i love it i mean already the facility is really nice but over the next year or two you guys are doing a major major upgrade and make things more interactive and stuff like that but it's already pretty impressive uh, pretty impressive facility you've got this uh i don't know this movie theater that john landau put together you know the guy who was executive director with James Cameron on Avatar and Titanic. Is that right?
5: Yes, it is. And it's around sound. It's amazing. Shows the Flagler movie, um, Hurricane of 35, and what happened to the people. It's it's just a lot of fun. Yeah,
3: and Flagler, just uh, for the record, if you don't know, he's like the guy who started this whole Keys thing. Did I pick that up correctly, or am I totally off?
5: Well, I think that he brought people down. He made it accessible through the railroad.
3: Got it. And you can still see the remaining tracks down there along US 1 and the Seven Mile Bridge, right?
5: Yes, you can.
3: What's your favorite thing in the museum that you guys have on display right now? You got anchors, you got cannons and stuff like that, but you got a lot of detail about famous fishermen from the Florida Keys. Obviously, you mentioned the Indians and the you know initial inhabitants of the Keys and how it evolved over the years. But is there a particular exhibit or element of the museum that you like your Yourself,
5: I think it's our rotating exhibit The fact that we have the history But we can change out things To bring people back again and again So that every time you come here to visit You get to see something new
3: And then you have some aquariums You work with Mo um, marine You know, they're doing a lot of work To grow corals And there's a little exhibit And some fish tanks And I saw some lionfish in there You have those evasive species on display And things And people can learn about that whole thing Is that constantly evolving too I would assume?
5: It is pretty nice permanent exhibit. We're pleased with the message that it gives, so I think it just gets its cleaning every week and makes lots of children and adults very happy getting to see what's offshore in an above-ground environment.
3: And you guys do a lot of uh, combination things with the History of Diving Museum, so once again, you can uh, learn about the topside history of the Florida Keys, then head down the road and uh, go to the History of Diving Museum, which we hope to do here in just a bit. Would you recommend a diver list? right now to say, hey, this would be the perfect combo of a surface interval in between like diving the Spiegel Grove while you're down here in Key Largo.
5: Absolutely. I think that both museums have so much to share and they're totally worth going to and spending a little time at, especially when you do get blown offshore and can't get out. So we're the perfect second stop.
3: Yeah, and Bonnie knows because she's a a diver. She uh, dove the Spiegel Grove back in the day. You have one of the initial uh, medallions, like a a big-time collector's item, right?
5: Yes, I have year 2003. That was my first time on when it was placed in 2002. Yeah,
3: and and you got that for diving it and making a little contribution to the sinking and all. What do you remember? You were at the event last night that we were covering with everyone else. Uh, That was pretty cool in itself. But what were your initial thoughts of uh, the sinking of the Spiegel Grove down here? here.
5: Well, I was involved in sinking of a mini-ships up in Jacksonville, and so to see this one, it was massive, it was amazing, it was fresh, it was clean, it was spectacular. So,
3: but the one up in Jacksonville didn't turtle initially, I Mm -hmm. assume, right? You didn't have that extra element of excitement when that happened, huh?
5: No, but we did have the dry dock walls collapse, so...
3: Oh, okay, well, that's something. You know, it kind of goes with the territory when you're dealing with these old wrecks and things and trying to turn them into artificial reefs uh, everything may not go as planned but it uh, it definitely worked out in the end do you have you dove the spiegel grove recently or, or no
5: yes i have i was in it in july and that is recent for me because i'm normally here in the museum but it's awesome it looks great i um actually went with one of the experts that penetrates the spiegel yeah. and it was fantastic
3: yeah uh Brittany was talking about going to see the the uh, snoopy is that a, a thing on the Spiegel Grove? What is that?
5: Absolutely. You swim right over it, get your photos, take pho- selfies, anything that you want with Snoopy. He's there. You can still see him just as plain as day. How
3: about that? See, I, that's something on our list. We didn't see Snoopy on our dive. You guys didn't see him, did you? I did not. I think that's, is it inside the wreck or something, or you got to have a special, you know, kind of certification to get in there and someone tell you where to go that kind of stuff right
5: yes and we do recommend nobody go inside unless you know what you're doing
3: exactly don't uh, don't dive beyond your limits that's for sure because you can definitely get beyond them very easily on a deep wreck like the spiegel grove but if you got the proper training and the proper uh leader dive uh, team yeah, i think uh, a lot of folks do that for sure it's a good thing so uh it's the florida keys history and discovery center Here on the property of the Islander Resort. So as soon as you come into the Islander Resort, you can't miss it, by the way, the big uh, classic Islander sign. Uh, I just love seeing that every time I drive down to the Florida Keys right there on US-1. But you pull in there, turn left, and, you know, there's the big sign to the facility. And once again, you get uh, a discount if you're staying. But you can come here whether you're staying at the hotel or not and uh, experience this uh, exhibit. It's pretty, pretty nice place. And, and what is it, open every day or five days a week? What?
5: It's open six days a week. We have to have one day to do clean the aquariums. Sure. And one more thing is military and veterans are always free.
3: Oh that's very nice. Yeah, and and remember they're uh, expanding uh, the exhibits and they're changing constantly. You have some big plans in the works because you just started doing this like six months ago. So you got all these crazy ideas. Not crazy, but really, uh, you know, like you want to really open up the museum to make it more interactive for kids and things and and more hands-on type of experience. Is that right?
5: Yes, that is correct.
3: On that seventh day, you dive, I assume?
5: (laughs) Still doing that? I would love to.
3: Well, uh, I love it. Thank you, Bonnie, for being on Scuba Radio and hosting us today. this is good stuff we're learning about what to do even when we're not diving right my brain's getting bigger there you go that's Damn, what it's all for him to do though yeah it, it's a uh, oozing out of the brains are oozing out of jerry the diver guy's ears as we speak
4: uh, no that's just the knowledge
3: Okay, if you say so, it looks kind of disgusting to me. Yeah, but regardless,
4: sweet. you're enriching your entire trip. You're, so you're turning more, and you're like, wow. I mean, pardon the pun, it's a deeper experience.
3: There you go. And that's what we do here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, and then some here in the Florida Keys. We got more of it coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. It's better in the Bahamas. What proof? Book Bahama Dive Week in Nassau June 11 through the 18th. Caradonna Dive Adventures is your connection for this six-night stay at the all-inclusive Breezes Bahamas, where you'll enjoy excellent prices on accommodations and four days of two-tank boat dice with world-renowned Stuart Cove's Dive Bahamas. Call Caradonna Dive Adventures to book your Bahamas Dive Week in Nassau June 11 through 18th now at 1-800-328-2288 or go to Caradonna.com. That's Caradonna.com.
1: So, uh, do you snorkel? Oh, never. Snorkeling's an invasion of fish privacy. Mm, Yes, which is why I always yell, Are you decent, before I jump in the water?
6: When I snorkel in the ocean, all the fishes look much
3: bigger. Then they do sauté on my dinner plate. I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know why we keep playing this annoying song, but it's just what we do sometimes here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I'm in the Florida Keys. I'm hanging with uh, CJ and uh, Jerry the Diver Guy. You guys are having a big time, right? I don't want to go home. Yeah, it's tough. You may have to, like... Uh Knock me out or something and throw me in the back? Yeah, this is uh, pretty much paradise, isn't it? Not Jerry the Diver Guy? You want
4: to go home? I have to go back to the mountains and leave paradise. Well, well, all I can say
3: to you about? is glad I'm not you. Yeah, you know, because... Well,
4: it sucks to be me. Yes. I'm sorry.
3: Yes, it I definitely... Mean, at least we get to stay in Florida.
4: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Just wallered in here. Come on, y'all being mean to me again. We wallered. We wallered. That's how you waller sometimes. That's a, that's a new word for you, I, I
3: don't know what that means either, and you know we're going to have to get an interpreter here for Jerry he at met, some point. Uh,
4: rubbing it in, but more like uh,
3: wallowing. It's it's heelbilly CJ. It's heelbilly. It's heel-billy. Come okay, on. fair enough. And you know, it's G- billy is the thing I saw I don't know what the heck it is, but uh, yeah, I guess that would be more appropriate considering we're in Isla Mirada here at the Islander Resort, and we have Don with us from that fine uh, property, and they've been nice enough to host the Scuba Radio crew. And I don't. Do you have an interpreter, Don, or no?
7: An interpreter? Yeah. For Jerry? Uh, no, I sorry, I
3: don't. <laughs> yes, it's just as well. We probably don't want to know what he's really thinking anyway. You know, I'm. Can leave some of that hillbilly talk with her greg <laughs> yeah maybe maybe but don uh I like
7: the keybilly that's that's cute th- well, that, that, could
3: be be that could be a new thing that could be a jerry the Keybilly uh, i don't yeah, know well, or, you know it doesn't nice to it yeah he'd yeah. like to spend as much time down here as possible god knows he doesn't want to go back to the mountains of virginia after staying at it's the islander resort
4: from home for me greg is it? Yes.
3: I don't know if you want him around yeah. here all the time, dude. Don't he, it's, do you, Don? He's a nice visitor, and <laughs> I think you want to ke- yeah, so. keep him as a tourist. Trust <laughs> me. We know him too well. But uh, we got to thank everybody at the Islander Resort for hosting the Scooper Radio crew. So thank you first for that.
7: You're welcome. My pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: I mean, I love this property. It, it is one of the few places down in the Keys where you really have a wide, beach-expansive area. You know, Sky Slate runs a snorkel uh, operation right here on the property. You've got this uh, museum of uh, keys history on on the facility as well and then you know it just has a really nice laid-back keys vibe to it that's really what it's all about right
7: it really does we have 24 acres here and we do a lot of events um, we've got some corporate groups that come in and we do a lot of weddings and parties but yeah we're on 24 acres here and it's got a great lawn and it's just really a gorgeous little uh, slice of paradise we have here
3: yeah in the uh you know that iconic sign up on us1 oh, yeah. of yeah. the islander I mean, everybody in the world has seen they this. Know if they exactly, sure. and, and you see it, it's in that old style type of signage. But uh, every time I see it and I cross down US one going south, I'm like, okay, I'm in the Florida Keys. Right. I feel like I'm in the Florida Keys. So, uh, but staying here is a treat. You have uh, both the uh, yeah, the Atlantic side uh, Atlantic side properties, yep, and plus you have side. some Gulf stuff yeah, too, we right?
7: Some, we have some townhouses, Bayside. Those are all two bedroom, and there is a basin there uh, for some smaller boats. But it is a really nice little um, piece of property we have over there. Uh, Full full two-bedrooms with washer-dryer and full kitchens over there, so it's really nice for families. And they have their own private pool, too, but they're also available to come over here and use our whole Oceanside property with the kayaks and paddleboards and, of course, the Islander Girl boat as well. Um, and they obviously use our restaurants. Elements is a five-star restaurant, and Ties, our bar and grill, is open every day from ten to ten, and we have live music there during the season, especially on Fridays and Saturdays. So it's a lot of fun. Well,
3: there you go. Hey, is this the season right now? Are yeah, we in know, season? I don't even know.
7: We don't. You know, it's funny. We used to say we had a season, but we really don't anymore. It used to be very quiet, and we're just like nonstop now. Uh, we're we're at, you know ninety to one hundred percent capacity all the time. It used to have slower time during the summer, and it's just now it's just not. Nonstop going all the time and you know weddings are a little bit slower right now but we're still rocking and rolling everybody's you know coming down and enjoying our beautiful Caribbean water
3: well there you go and the Florida Keys have been open pretty much uh, before any other destination as far as, far as yeah. diving or uh, you know tourist uh, season or whatever so you guys have been cranking we've heard the news yeah. and uh, but you know what we've been driving around the last couple days and I, I know it's busy but it has been uh, insane or something as no, far as traffic and like stuff it,
7: not like it normally was yeah. so it used to be really crazy on just holidays where you couldn't it was kind of hard to leave the house um, But it, and it's like that a lot right now but right now it's probably the slowest I've seen it in the past two years and it's still crowded it's not like it used to be you know when it was a little bit quieter during the beginning of summer but um, yeah it's, uh, it's been non-stop yeah
3: and the weather time. has been spectacular really by is. the way oh my gosh I mean, 80-degree uh, uh, sunshine till you can't, th- you know, it just won't stop. And it's just beautiful down here right now. So if you're looking for a place to go or you don't have to get in an airplane, especially if you're traveling down from, you know, up north like Jerry the Diver Guy from Virginia, you can drive <laughs> it if you want. Uh, but, but you don't have to fly international. Uh, oh, it would no, you don't.
7: Yep, Miami's only, you know, a little bit over an hour away, and Fort Lauderdale's not too far off of that. So it's really, it's, once you get down here, it's just a whole different vibe. Every, yeah, well, it feels
3: like you're on an island. Yeah. Yeah, and technically we are, but we, it's much more accessible than most places where you've got to fly you know, international and go through all the hassle of TSA and all that kind of stuff. So it's very easy to get to. Jerry? It's just wonderful here, Greg. Beautiful property. I highly recommend
4: it. Okay, it's uh, a
3: Jerry the Diver guy approved. <laughs> Highly
7: recommends.
4: Well, it's well worth the drive from the mountains.
3: You got a five star hillbilly rating. That's How about right. that? There you go. Uh, you'll take it. said, "Do you uh, do you scuba dive yourself, Don, or no?" Um,
7: I was certified scuba when I was sixteen, um, and then I had stopped doing that after a while. I had three kids, and now I'm not doing. that. I'm just snorkeling. But I know all the little quiet spots out here that we can go
3: yeah well tell us about sky's operation islander girl Mm -hmm. snorkel right it's right here on property so
7: property and we do take guests that are not staying at the property um she's got about 35 seats on that boat and they do all kinds of different tours they do eco tours sunset tours and they go right out to the sandbar for a few hours um so we have a lot of groups that do that they go out there and just enjoy their cocktails and stuff out there um, but she does a lot of tours all day long. They're all different times, and you can do a full buyout of her boat. A lot of my groups do that. They'll do that as a special little thing for you know the special VIPs on their tours. Nice. So yeah, we've got that's a great little little uh, activity to do over there.
3: Have you seen a, seen her new kid? I have You yes, have
7: I have Addie is gorgeous She's a beautiful little baby That we walk Our newest Islander girl Yes uh, So yeah We're super excited about that
3: Well you tell Sky That uh, the Scuba Radio crew uh, Said hi And we wish her the best sure. I, You know Every time I see her It's always a pleasure I know She's I know amazing. Slate And her whole family I've seen yeah. him grown up uh, You know Hunter was uh, with us uh, Last night nice. And he's uh, turned into A chip off the old block god help them
7: (laughs) (laughs) no they're great they're really great we're excited about the baby and everything but you know all the girls were there are great uh very informative they know all you know especially the eco tours and stuff like that they have a lot of fun sometimes obviously they get to see the dolphins and turtles but they have a great time on that boat
3: and they they pick up right at the dock here at the islander
7: you you could park right here on the lot just go right in it's right in front of the museum actually where they can park and they walk out to the beach and, yeah, it's great. We do it, you know, for guests and for outsiders.
3: Yes. Once you check into the Islander Resort, you really don't need to leave the property. you got everything right here for you. So check it out. It's, uh, what, islanderresort.com? What's the website? Uh, yeah, Islander That's Resort. That's it. I got it right. Islander Resort. First time ever. Yeah. And we got more coming up from the Florida Keys next on the World's First Radio Show devoted to diving. Scuba
1: Radio. Scuba about a friend I know He's got the world's first scuba diving radio show
3: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Now we're on our way to the History of Diving Museum. That is definitely on the agenda for our little keys adventure uh, down here. I'm with uh, CJ and uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, and we uh, stopped off at Robbie's Marina, a landmark down here in the Florida Keys, so famous for feeding the tarpon uh, at the docks. If you haven't heard about it, just Google it. Uh, Robbie's Marina is famous for uh, people like they uh, give them a bucket of fish and then you can go and uh, feed the tarpon out of your hand and there's tons of video of the tarpon jumping up out of the water and actually grabbing people's hands and freaking them out now they got nets to kind of protect the people a little bit more but we're actually off to the side to the marina where they're cleaning some mahi right now some fishermen just got in and my gosh how many nurse sharks we got there you think cj two three i count seven now big ones too big old nurse sharks and then mixed in with tarpon and pelicans are trying to get the fish as the fishermen are cleaning their mahi uh this is pretty cool isn't it uh there jerry
4: yes you know i've been here several times greg and this is the first time i've got to watch them actually clean the fish and throw the leftovers out to the to the tarpon and the sharks, but yeah. there yeah, we is a... kind of timed
3: it well, didn't we?
4: There is a feeding fringe and we did time it well. Now,
3: this happens at, uh, you know, marinas all over Florida for sure, but it's right next to Robbie's Marina where they actually, they give you know, they'll they'll give you a bucket of fish to feed the tarpon, but we're kind of getting a free show here because of the fishermen that just got in with this bucket of mahi, right, CJ?
1: they got to fight with the nurse sharks and the pelicans.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, more nurse sharks are yeah, coming. Man, keep, look at that. Yeah, there must that must be... Need- I there has to be at least ten, 10 or more nurse sharks. I mean, big, big nurse sharks here off the marina of Robbie's Marina. They're fighting the pelicans and the tarpon. It's quite it's, a show. Yeah, it's a, a little feeding frenzy right this here at the is, marina of Robbie's Marina. This is awesome. Another great surface interval attraction here in the Florida Keys. And like I said, we're going to head over to the History of Diving Museum next. So stick around, more coming up.
0: Worldwide Scuba Radio Network.
4: <laughs> Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. Well, like I always
1: say, onward and downward.
3: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Now, we have made our way down the road here at US 1 in the Florida Keys, and we are at the History of Diving Museum with Lisa. Lisa, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for diving in. We yes. say don't drive by, dive in.
3: Exactly. Just look for the big uh, hard hat diver sign right there on US1. You can't miss the history of Diving Museum. Uh, divingmuseum.org is the website to find out everything you need to know. Now, we came down and uh, participated in a uh, your monthly, what, what do you call this again?
2: Every month, we have an Immerse Yourself presentation from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Now, we have them both in person and on Zoom.
3: That's right. We're back. Get out there. Meet the people here at the museum. See the exhibits. They've been doing it on Zoom, but now things are loosening up and getting back to normal, right? That's the whole idea.
2: It is. It's wonderful to be able to get feedback from the people that you're speaking to or speaking about and to get that history, to get the questions in person. As We love our audience on Zoom. We're glad that they can be anywhere around the world and still participate, but there's nothing like seeing the whites of people's eyes in person.
3: So true. CJ, what do you think about this stuff? I learned a lot, man. Yeah, about hard hat diving or brass helmets. I mean, that's what uh, the Immerse Yourself uh, seminar was uh, about today. The guy's name is Nick. He makes these uh, helmets over in Tarpon Springs where they have the sponge divers. And I didn't know that there was a difference in helmets. You're probably an expert on that because they have one of the exhibits here at the History of Diving Museum. It's probably one of the biggest collections of dive helmets in the world, isn't it?
2: It is. We have the largest international collection that is open and on display. And what is so unique, and listen to him uh, spend did what did he say, three hundred and fifty hours that yeah. to make yeah. one helmet. To make one helmet.
3: Yeah, it's and amazing. I'll tell you what—it's an impressive uh, piece of machinery, and, and I don't know if he considers himself a machinist or an artist or a combination of the two. But we got to find out.
2: I think it's a combination of both, and the fact that it's—it's it's from one generation to the next. It is—it's—and it is—it's a lost trade. There's not that many people that are out there still making helmets. Yeah,
3: I, I would imagine it's a very small community of helmet makers. And uh, you know, uh, Jerry the diver guy, I think wants to get one, and he, he said he would commission one for twenty five grand. What do you think? That's chump change to you, isn't
4: it? Uh, yeah, yes, it is. With, your, with with your pay scale that we get, yeah, that's just chump
3: change. Yes, exactly, it is. And, and so maybe you it, could order one.
2: Did you buy your lotto ticket?
4: That's right.
2: Uh,
3: yeah,
4: but, but you yeah, know, Greg, what? You know, with my moonshine skills, with making. Steels. we are gonna copper. work a trade. Maybe, maybe I can flip a moonshine steel into. Ah, you
3: know that's interesting. Yeah, Jerry the diver guy did have a question about the thickness of the copper that he uses for he his was brass asking helmet. Asking
2: that question,
4: that's and, and
3: he right. seemed to know too much uh, information about that. It kind of threw me and CJ. But there we you go. Get
2: Nicholas and get
3: some of his input. Yes. Where is he? Where did he ran off? Because he saw that we were talking. But I don't know, uh, CJ. What do you think? Would you want one of these? It looks exactly like the helmet of the scary diver on the scoop. We do cartoons. That is a beautiful helmet. Yes. Yeah, Nick, welcome to Scuba Radio. How are you? Fine, thank you. Yeah, no, that was an impressive little uh, chat that you gave everybody uh, via Zoom and in person. And uh, 350 hours is things, a piece of art, it looks like it. So are you an artist or a machinist? What do you consider yourself?
6: You know, I consider myself both. Um, what I try to achieve is when you look at something that I do that you don't think. Uh, this is a machinist made this. No way. Uh, you know, I, I want you to think that it's, uh, you know, that an artisan, uh, you know, created it. And, and that's sort of... Uh,
3: I would lean way far on that part of the scale. Almost sure. alchemy.
6: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically, my perspective when I'm creating something like this is if Carl Fabergé... We're making diving helmets. What might they possibly look like? And that's sort of where I come from, you know, that I'm trying right. to not just make something functional, but I'm trying to, you know, create something that's beautiful. And hopefully that uh, the beauty of it will draw the viewer in the, much the way artists, you know, their art... Uh, inspire. Their art and are inspire. Yeah. And what I want you to do is to look at it and to be curious about it, to come uh, see it and start asking questions. You sure. Know, um, what at first you know what is it but then who wore these who are the people
3: what's the story here your grandfather uh, came over from greece is that right and he was making these and he he taught you how to make these when you were very young and you just kind of followed into the process not by design it just kind of evolved organically right
6: yes after i graduated college uh you know i didn't go off to pursue a you know grad school law school whatever it was that i was thinking of and you know, all we were starting to get a lot of uh, notoriety you know being on different uh, TV shows and different things and right. magazines you know and I love being with my grandfather um, sure and also and uh, so it became a it project became that, a thing that I, yeah. I,
3: I didn't think I'd do it uh, forever and I ended up doing it forever <laughs> well I gotta ask too you know these things are a work of art yeah you, know, you have this one uh, on display here at the history of diving museum you brought it for everybody to see and it's on a nice pedestal and the whole thing uh, these are fully functional helmets that you make are, are people actually have they put them in the water or are they're too pretty to to put in the water, aren't they?
6: Um. I, I I do uh, make helmets for some. If you want to go diving, you know I will make you one. Yeah, uh, it's uh, the exhibition boat in tarpon springs. Of course, uses my helmets. A few years ago, i I made them a new one. Took, okay, I took my old one. They you know took the old one that they had. You know that I had made them uh, in 1997. Uh, the first batch of helmets I made after my uh, grandfather had passed away and uh, and uh, you know and made them. one it wasn't quite this shiny. Right. Even though I knew it was going in the
3: water i can 't help myself it 's got to clean them up, make them look uh, nice it, it and it pretty just about as nice <laughs> on as delivery right
6: yeah, it looked just about as nice as this just as uh, just because i i didn 't want to go back and give them i didn 't want anyone to see anything but this, even though right. I knew it was going in the water, if you saw it today. You'd swear
3: the thing was 100 years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. And, and, Lisa, I know you're a big fan of this stuff. You uh, Actually, last time we talked to you on the air, or at least a couple times ago, uh, you were uh, diving one of those Mark V helmets. Which I, is, this one's a little different. This is for field diving. So he, he explained the fisheries. difference. Fisheries. 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 That's this what is it fisheries is. Fisheries yeah.
2: diving, yes. Yeah. So one of the times that we spoke on the radio, we were talking about my Mark V dive with Philip Brashear up at Vortex Springs. And mm-hmm. that's what made me kind of do that. that. That comparison of having the window open or whether the window is fixed, whether you had communications in it, or whether you rely as the the, uh, sponge divers on the rope pulls, it's a whole different animal dealing with this type of beautiful helmet that the sponge divers use but i really love the history of diving museum connection with dr joe and dr sally because every helmet needs to have a nameplate it's not just a tool that you pick up at home depot and use each one that you make is unique and i'm so glad that dr joe convinced you all to put nameplates <laughs> yeah. on your helmets yeah but
3: if you don't put a name
6: on it Ooh. no one will know it's yeah, your work yeah well he didn't i guess yeah it makes his job a lot easier I Identifying <laughs> right
3: uh, helmets. That's right.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah I
3: mean these. Uh, I mean, you, you would commission one of these uh, for twenty five Gs, yes. and if you wanted to do this, and it would take you like three hundred hours or more, yeah. maybe to yeah. make this. Do you go insane? All the hand work you were describing that goes into one of these things is just nuts. I mean, you have to have the patience of Job to do this. Do you ever go diving just for fun, so you can get your mind off of making these things? Um, I love uh, being underwater. Always been
6: in love with uh, the, the sea since I was a little boy. Been down uh, before in these uh, helmets, uh, you know, just to see what it was like. You make them. You don't necessarily dive them that much. No, I don't dive them that much at all. Yeah, I'm um, too
3: busy uh, making them. It well, takes 350 hours to make <laughs> well, one of these things.
6: Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're wearing this thing, you know, you put it on, you know, you've got 100 pounds on you. You know, right. yeah, and, what about
3: at Halloween? You go as the Scooby-Doo uh, monster,
6: my, my you know, from uh, the diver. Guys I've had guys, divers, uh, like on the exhibition boat, asking if he could borrow the helmet for a Halloween party right. and wear it. And I told him, you know, I don't think so, you know, <laughs> un- unless you have a $25,000 deposit. Well, okay, there's <laughs> that issue. All Are right. you well,
2: a recreational <laughs> certified diver? Oh,
6: yes. I, okay. You know, all right, well, he uh, has So some he does go
2: diving yeah, for yeah, fun.
6: Absolutely. I first dive uh, with tanks when I was 10 years old. Uh,
2: okay.
6: And before that. My parents bought me a U.S. Divers uh, fake. Uh, it was all plastic. It was the coolest thing with a double uh, hose. Regular. But the first stage actually was a snorkel. And I'd put <laughs> it on, you know, you so know, you're I, faking I have it it. In my mouth, and I'd yeah, be kicking so around in two feet but of water. It's so important to look cool,
3: yeah. it isn't it? Well, I, well, was, <laughs> I was the only one that had one of those. Well, there you go. So you were definitely cool. Uh, great stuff. I mean, you can get uh, information about uh, this seminar that you did on, on your website, right? At Diving Museum.
2: We are going to put it up on our YouTube channel as okay. one of our uh, recorded Immerse Yourself presentations.
3: Just one of many things they have here at the History of Diving Museum. You've got to come down here and see this during your surface interval when you're down here diving the Florida Keys. Lisa, always a pleasure. Thank you for having us.
2: We are so glad that you stop by today, that you don't drive by, you dive in while you're in the Florida Keys, and I can't wait to get out on a boat and go diving with you. Hey, we're going to make that
3: happen next time for sure. And uh, hey, look, we uh, still got a little more left so stick around we got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving scuba radio.
0: would you like to talk diving greg the dive master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now call scuba radio at one 888 scuba power simplicity reliability it's what you demand of your dive computer
1: and Sheerwater delivers
3: hosting a radio show about scuba diving flying and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy and this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market from an iphone to a full set of dive gear whatever you need to shield from the elements nanook professional protective cases has the size shape and color for you go to nanook.com that's n-a-n-u-k.com for nanook professional protective cases the evolution of protection
0: the world's first radio show devoted to diving. To radio.
6: Dive, dive, dive. Are
3: you ready to get your room on? Yes. All right, let's get started. This thing I love can't
1: hold a candle to it. This thing I love, I must again. Diving is the thing I love You sound really pretty There goes that lady And now you're out of control She likes scuba radio But I think I'm going crazy What the hell is that? Cause the only time I see her Is when I get my dive gear wet Was that a mermaid? So far this is not blowing my skirt up, gentlemen We gotta stay cool Relax For a dip Shut up We tanked on our backs to beat the heat Cause oh. we're like Come on Greg the dive master On the mic We're so ready Ready, Greggy
3: Cause diving is a thing we love
1: Oh, that is so gnarly This thing This thing I love I love It ties With Jack, baby If you're doing it right Whale sings Ooh. Shark dives Ooh. You might see Cool looking jelly yeah, I kind of like it. Cause diving is the thing I love.
0: Yeah. I suspect.
1: Diving is the thing I love. Let yeah, you have some. Diving is the thing I love. Issues. <laughs> diving is the thing I love. Yeah. yeah. Workout. Diving is the thing I love.
3: I like that song this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master wrapping up things here in the florida keys at a very appropriate location in isla Mirada. i'm hanging with cj and jerry the diver guy we've been having a blast haven't we
4: awesome we love the keys it's like home away from home for me
3: that's right it, it is jerry wants to move down here uh, whether they want him or not but uh, we will see now uh, cj uh, otherwise known as cock johnson by the I way i don't know if i'm on camera or not but yes yeah he, he is uh, filming facebook live while we record this segment here and wrap things up in the florida keys we're by betsy at uh, what what is this the rain barrel art and shops and betsy is a landmark in the florida keys the world's largest uh, florida Brian. spiny That's lobster big betsy yeah big betsy and, and it's like the second you know, most popular photo spot in the entire Keys, other than the southernmost point of the United States, down there in Key West. It's Betsy, the Florida spiny lobster. Now, uh, like I said, we're at the Rain Barrel where Betsy uh, resides on the Gulf side of US1, and we're walking around the front of her right now. We started at the tail end. This is one big ass lobster. This is a big, big lobster, but uh, it's one of those things that every time you come down to the keys, whether it's just a dive or go for lobster, you got to come take uh, pay homage to Betsy, right, Jerry?
4: Yes, you do. It's just like going to Robbie's Marina; you have to do it every single time,
3: right? And uh, you know, it's an impressive uh, sculpture in its own right, but it's anatomically correct—twelve legs, the whole thing. And uh, it just towers over you. And you get, you come out here. All the tourists come out and get their picture taken uh, with uh, Betsy, and then wish as a diver that they could actually catch a lobster as big as Betsy. So it's inspiration if you're trying to catch lobster. Betsy is pretty cool. Yeah. Does that inspire you to catch a big lobster when you well, come to? Well, I want to uh, climb up there, uh, rip her tail off, and throw it on a grill. Yeah. They don't. Uh, they don't recommend. That you Thanks you uh, climb up on Betsy. you can. That would be an awesome shot if you could actually get on top of Betsy and ride her like oh, a... Oh, I could climb like up a, there, bud. Yeah, um, but I they have definitely. that no trespassing sign and the fact that they'll arrest you if you try to do that kind of crazy stuff. So you're not allowed to get up on top of Betsy, but, uh, but she is an impressive sight. And just one of the many uh, highlights of coming to the Florida Keys... And uh, experiencing all what they have to offer down here, whether it's the History of Diving Museum, uh, the Discovery Center there at the uh, Islander Resort, or just getting your picture taken in in front of the world's largest um, lobster sculpture. I mean, that's just part of the whole experience here in the Florida Keys, wouldn't you agree? How big would you say,
1: uh, Betsy, is lengthwise?
3: Um, Pretty long. I don't know. It's up there on the sign. At the front of the thing, I think I forget what I said, but at least it's—I don't know—thirty feet. I, I think it's thirty feet long and like you know, probably maybe almost that uh, high. No, it's eggs. A, no eggs. No eggs. No eggs. It's, it's a not a lobster. female, not a female lobster. I don't think. Actually, you know what? Betsy is a female lobster because it's her name is a Betsy. Lobster. you big dummy. What? It's a female lobster. Her it name is? is Betsy, yeah. But she just doesn't have any eggs. She's not carrying any eggs right now. I didn't say
1: she wasn't female. I said she's not pregnant.
3: Oh, well, okay.
1: say she, so... Yeah,
3: but don't get any ideas. You can't impregnate a lobster, CJ. What the hell is he talking about? That's, that's something that Jerry egg would do. egg-bearing. Not egg-bearing, Betsy, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that is an impressive thing. And, you know, everybody stops by. It's impossible not to see uh, Betsy when you're cruising down the road and... Especially if, if you've never seen Betsy before, and you're driving down the road and you're like, Whoa, hey, hey what the heck was that? It's a little, uh, it's a little intimidating. And you know, as I think it was back in 2008, Betsy crawled, had a lobster walk across US-1. Did you right, know that? Right, used to be on the other side of the road. Right. So uh, here she resides now, though, at the Rain Barrel Art and Shops. And you can get your picture taken. Like I said, get inspired to catch your Florida spiny lobster. Now, we're outside of lobster season right now. won't open up until, uh, you know, the end of July. So, Betsy uh, is safe. I don't know if anyone's went up here and stopped off here at the rain barrel and tried to tickle her, you know, out into the road or anything well, like that. you'd but need a hell of a looper for that lobster. It'd be a, a big a old net. looper tickle and a crazy tickle. long tickler. A tickle stick, you know, the size of that palm tree. Yeah. Well, hey, look, we've had an amazing time in the Florida Keys and wrapping it up with Betsy and on Facebook hey, do you Live like is only perfect. With that antenna. That would be, uh, that'll leave a mark if you try to grab yeah, hold of those. Be a lot of uh, long Blood shoot Blood and shredding of flesh. Now, Betsy has an edge on us down here in the Keys. But look, I tell you what, we won't be back soon enough. Come on down here. They're open for business, ready for your diving adventure. So make it happen. Till next week, though, there's only one last thing to say. It's always better. Where, gang? Damn, Damn, where it's, it's wetter. Weather. Safe diving, everyone.
1: You can hear it on school Radio. The world's first. Diving show from Captain Ron to Jock Goodstow. They all love scuba radio on the fold or down below. If you want to stay in the know, if you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on scuba radio. In me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go!